0: Hallelujah. I'm going to steal him. He is great. I think he's made in heaven. Hallelujah. He's that good. Hallelujah. Isaiah 54. Uh, Before we go to some of the scriptures, I've got something that I feel God gave me that I need to go to this afternoon. So I want to start off with Isaiah 54. As you know, we're talking about building. And I wasn't going to it yet, but let me go ahead and do it. We talked about you can either... Build, and what you build is here now and gone in an hour. Well, we we come to church just to hear. We hear it, and as fast as we hear it, it's like sand. It's gone. And we wonder, what's happening to my life? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with the message? What's wrong with the word? What's wrong with God? But he says, do you intently hear the words that I tell you? And we're building, and I shared with you all the scriptures last week, and I won't repeat them, but you go back and listen. And listen to it. I encourage you, go back and listen to it again and again about building because we can either build this way or... I took it from your patio. <laughs> or we can build out of something that will be here like we've been to the Inca and the Mayans ruins. It's going to be here Forever. Well, the Word of God is eternal. And so we could either build on the rock or we could build things of sand. And we're going to see that if we're going to build our thoughts as we're going to look into construction tonight, constructive thinking is how we build. And our thoughts can be thoughts like the sand or they can be thoughts that are solid as stone. And what will build you to last is thoughts of stone, living stones, as we saw last week. And I want to show you in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 1. It says, sing, O childless woman, you who never gave in birth. Break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, who had never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Now look at verse 2. Here you go. Enlarge. Everybody shout out enlarge. Listen, no matter where we are today, don't you ever be satisfied in this, where you are spiritually. This word, enlarge, needs to be a word. I'm going to give you some words tonight that are to be words for you for the rest of your life. If you're going to build and continue building solid rock, this word, enlarge your house. This is the New Living Bible. Then it says, build. Everybody shout out. There's our word, build. Shout build. Shout out, build. Build an addition. And spread out your home and spare no expense For you will soon, verse 3 You will soon be bursting at the seams I love this in the message It says, clear lots of ground for your tents Make your tents large Spread out, think, think big Everybody say it with me Think big, say it again Think big There's that verse in the message translation Think big Use plenty of rope Use plenty of rope Give you plenty of room to grow And expand Say expansion Expansion Your mind Your understanding Your knowledge Use plenty of rope Drive the tent pegs deep Drive them deep Your thoughts Drive your thoughts deep into the word You're going to need lots of elbow room For your growing family I want you to write down my thoughts Expand my life living my thoughts expand my life for living my thoughts expand the realm of that I live in my thoughts wants to expand my realm. Uh, you can write this down for example sister Sherry's mom and dad are on the plane right now going to Hawaii your thoughts are passports to go places that you haven't gone before and you go there on meditation you go there through meditating on the Word of God day and night You go there thinking on the word, meditating upon the word. Your thoughts are passports to success and happiness. Create create your thought life on his foundation, your heart, your mind. Build constructive thinking also about others and about yourself. You say, how can I build my life? Well, let me ask you this. Do Do you have a pretty good thought life towards yourself? And a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, we've got a pretty good. Well, how's your thought life about others? Do you find yourself easily critical? Or do you find yourself positive? And so if, if you, have, you have no problem thinking good thoughts about yourself, then maybe where you got to expand your tent pegs for your building to be built upon a rock is maybe learning to take criti- critical words and thoughts and change them into positive words and thoughts. And if you think good towards others, but you think down on yourself, then you got to reverse it. You need to start spending more time speaking positively about yourself, thinking what God thinks. Because he says, listen to what God, here's the invitation of God. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You want to talk about get plenty of rope? How about thy kingdom come, thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts towards you, says the Lord. For I know the plans and the purposes. There's the invitation. You want to build? Build in the realm of my thinking. The Word of God says we have the mind of Christ I keep sensing in my spirit I feel like God is getting ready to do something Because he wants to put something in down inside of us That we've got to go some areas in our thinking And our meditation And I'm not preaching new age I'm not preaching uh, Humming and floating in the air and, and trying to float over a candlestick No I'm not talking about that I'm talking about getting in the spirit realm And thinking the thoughts of God And letting the Holy Spirit teach you The eyes of your understanding Being enlightened to understand and comprehend The width and the depth and the length and the breath of god's love and, and his knowledge and his word my thoughts are higher than your thoughts expand expand build build upon the word of god and that's what we're going to be looking at tonight last week i was talking about building and i got home and i was reading a book on the uh, the owner of starbucks and he had a chapter and this was the name of the chapter that when i got home i was reading a hundred story building first needs a strong foundation and then he goes on to say, you can't build a 100-story skyscraper on a foundation that is designed for a two-story house. But listen how big he thinks. A 100-story building. That's why when we talk about when we build the youth center and the children's center, it's at least three stories high with an elevator. And people think, you know, we've never seen a church with that before. And a catwalk across Linda Drive, maybe two catwalks across Linda Drive. Big thinking, why? We got a big God. And we're expecting the people to come. And he says, expand with lots of room. We're just not going to pay this land off. We're going to buy other stuff. We're made buying a hotel. For the elderly. For those who don't have a place to live. Who knows what's going to be happening. I'd love to buy the Boy Scout camp for sale right down there. 14 acres. We could have it right now. Right now. Start a trailer park right now. Think big. Trailer park. What a swimming pool. A public pool. No, I'm just picking with you, but I'm just wanting you to see here that he's saying spread out, use your thinking, be creative, be constructive, think about others, but well, we've got to go with our mind. We've got to go with our heart. Amen. So I want to just show you a few things tonight. I'm going to go through this quickly. I want you to see in Romans 8.2 it says, Because through Christ Jesus, because Christ Jesus, He's changed everything once you accept Him. The law of the Spirit. Shout out the, law of the, the, law, of the law of the Spirit. Law of the Spirit of life has set me free. The law of the Spirit. There's laws of the Spirit. And one of those laws that we have to use in building is the law of thoughts and meditation. We're going to be seeing over the next weeks how important our thoughts are. And I'm getting ready to have you do an experiment with me. And I'm going to show you what I feel that you need to see about how important thoughts thoughts are. And and I believe it's going to encourage you. And, And we've got to start thinking differently. We've got to start thinking differently. Whenever we hear something, we've got to say, oh, we can do that. Oh, he can do that. Oh, that's possible. We can dream about that. We can see that. We can see this. We can see that. We see it. It'll be done. And so the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus, He goes on to say in the NIV, the Spirit gives life. The Spirit gives life. Then he says, the words I've spoken to you are Spirit. They are life. I love this one. The Spirit in the message, it says the Spirit can make life. The Spirit can make life. He says, what did Jesus tell everybody? My words are Spirit. My words are Spirit. So his words can make life. Didn't he speak to Mary and she conceived? Didn't he speak to Abraham and Sarah and she conceived? We studied that Wednesday night. He says the spirit or my words can make life. Sheer muscle and willpower don't make anything happen. Every word, every word I have spoken to you is a spirit word. And so it is life-making or I added on the end in my notes here, life-building. Write that down in your notes. Every word I've spoken to you, every word you read out of the word, that's why you need to do your devotion out loud and you need to have CDs playing. Every word I've spoken to you is a spirit word, and so it is life making or life building. The sand or the rock. Let me show you a few other things here. John eight thirty two, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make make. There's that word we keep hearing all the time. Make you free. It says in the message, then you will experience for yourselves. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. You will experience for yourselves in your thought life. You will experience the truth, and the truth will set you free. I want to know the truth, and I want the Spirit of God, His words, to set me free. I want to know the thoughts of God. I want to think the thoughts of God. I want to show you a few things here. First Peter two two. Like newborn babies You must crave Somebody say crave There's your building There's your building right there I'll explain it to you You must crave pure Spiritual milk So that you will grow You will grow So many Christians have been a standstill for years Satisfied with Whatever comes. But he says, no, 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 no. As newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk that you may grow into full experience of salvation. Look what it says. What does it say? Cry out. Shout it out. out. Shout it out. out. Cry out for this nourishment. Right there, such a simple scripture That is telling us everything right there What we need to do to get our lives totally changed And things to be transformed Cry out One of the things that made me think today Brandon went to spend the night with a friend last night He was real tired when he came to church this morning Buddy, what happened? He said, said, uh, they have a baby And that was enough said The baby cries every four hours Looky here like newborn babies You must I must or I'll die The law of the spirit You don't stay in the word, you'll die You won't progress The law and the natural You try feeding your baby every Sunday morning Hello, everybody who stayed home tonight. You try feeding your baby every Sunday morning and see if that baby will live or die and see what the law will do if it dies. It's all right there. Why isn't things happening for me? Why can't I overcome this addiction? Why am I not changing? I don't feel like I'm growing. What's wrong with my life? There it is right there. You try feeding a baby once a week and see if it survives. You try feeding it once a day and see if it survives or if it's not going to cry. Your spirit man is crying and you keep shutting it up. You're giving a pacifier and you're not giving it the milk that makes you grow. Your spirit man is saying, I want to know about the blood. And you go, that's too much trouble to look it up. I want to know about the name. I don't understand enough about the power and the authority in the name of Jesus. I don't know what I believe about this. I don't know what I believe about that. Your spirit man is crying and you stick a pacifier and you say, well, maybe one day the pastor will touch on it. Maybe one day the radio preacher will preach on it or the TV preacher will preach on it. Uh Uh-uh. Like newborn babies, you must. Come on. Is it right there, church? You want to expand? You want to grow, you, not the, just the church, but you, 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 crave. You must crave, you must crave. <laughs> pure, that sounded like a cow. I haven't had kids in four, a baby in 14 years. You must crave, yeah, calves crave it too. Crave pure, spirit, pure spiritual milk, pure spiritual milk. Don't just tickle me. Pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. A full experience of zozo, of healing, of deliverance, of enthusiasm, of glory, of anointing. That you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Then what does it say? Cry out! Cry out, Cry out for this nourishment. 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 I've got to think that way. I've got to think that way. I've got to talk that way. I've got to think that way. I've got to talk that way. Cry out for that nourishment. Now, I want, to, I want, I want us to do an example. Brother Ray, you don't do this. Brother Terry, you don't do this example. Everybody who's... Everybody who has a, a lot of you all don't do this. Everybody who has a strong heart, and y'all have got strong hearts, but just not right now. Don't do this. But everybody who's got a strong heart, take a deep breath and hold it. Don't breathe. When you were holding your breath How bad did you want to take a breath? That's how bad As bad as you desire that breath Is as bad as you need the nourishment out of the word of God Huh? Why isn't my mind being renewed? Do you want it as bad as you did a breath? Do you want it as bad as you do as a taco? Or all, of you, all you people talking about pizza this morning. I couldn't believe it. Do you want it as bad as pizza? How bad do you want it? Cry out for nourishment. A passion to drink and to eat. Think the right thoughts. Newborn babies drink every two to four hours. We've got to get a hold of the word. It's not about being saved, it's about experiencing. I have explosions in my mind. I've got explosions down inside of me. I've got explosions down in my feet. I mean, there's actual experiences that electrifies you and just skits something going up and down. There's just, there's just so something about the presence and the power of God. But I want it like I want breath. Like I want it like I want water. I want it like I want food. But, and I cry out for it. I, I want worship to get into another level like I want breath. I want the messages to get to another level like yes. I want breath. I want every one of us growing and maturing. I Right now, if you say, what is your vision for the church? Building. Yeah. Building the individual. Building the individual. Building yourselves up. Building the individual. I want to see strong, mature Christians. Strong, well-abled Believers in the body of Christ That's what I desire I want it so bad It says in 2 Timothy 3.16 All Scripture is inspired by God All Scripture Then why am I ignoring it? Why am I ignoring what's inspired by Almighty? Why am I ignoring it? And it's useful to teach us what is true And to make us realize what is wrong in our lives It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Amen. You know, we sing that song, word of God speak. You know what I was singing this week? Word of God, slap me. Not just word of God, speak. Word of God, slap me. Kind of like that powder, slap your mama powder. Slap your mama, pack high in powder. I mean, that's the song I'm singing right now. Word of God, don't just speak to me. Slap me. Wake me up. Wake me up! Get, get, get my attention. Word of God, speak to me. Word of God, build me up. Word of God, nourish me. Word of God, I want to experience you. I don't want to just be a Christian. I just don't want to go to church. I just don't want to live my life and die and it was okay. No, I want to experience the fullness of Him. I want to thank the thoughts and know Him. I want to see Him. And if that means God has to backslap me and knock me upside down, God, do it. Slap me. Slap me dizzy. Whatever it takes. That's how bad we have to want it. If I'm thinking the wrong thoughts, slap me. If I'm saying the wrong thing, slap me. If I'm going the wrong place, slap me. Word of God, slap me, correct me. Discipline me. Teach me to discipline myself. Amen? Amen. You know, Philippians 4, you know, you, you know what the word says there. The verse 7 says, well, uh, it says, uh, verse 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God, 7, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your what? Mine. Hearts. Hearts as thoughts and minds. Through Christ Jesus, guard. That word you know it's a divine wall of protection, a garrison. It means to fortify and strengthen your mind, your emotions, your soul, and your thoughts. Strengthen your thoughts. Pastor, I can't get these thoughts out. Strengthen them. I've been having these thoughts. Well, strengthen the thoughts of God. What are you thinking on? Guard them. Amen. Amen. Go through this quickly. Hebrews 12, 30, for consider him who endures such hostility from sinners against himself. lest you become weary, discouraged in your souls. Or, you know, the King James says, in your minds. We read there also, keep your eyes. You know that word eyes is also the word for thoughts. Keep your thoughts on Jesus so you don't be discouraged in the area of your thoughts and your emotions and you stop operating in the spirit, living in the natural and just existing. Pastor, why am I just existing? How much are you being nourished? It's every two to four hours. David said seven times. Why was he able to kill the giant? Seven times a day he was meditating. I will seek your word seven times a day. Then he said later on, he said, all day long I will seek you. Keeping the word before you day and night, day and night. We try to fix the problems we read in Isaiah. Muscles and all that can't do nothing. We try to fix it. Why? Because a weak mind. Listen, what's wrong with us? A weak mind under pressure will never accomplish anything. Weak thoughts. The body of Christ, we have to get some backbone. We we have to get some wisdom. We have to get some strength. We have to grow up. We have to grow up. There's so much whining and so much crying and so much complaining. Just like the children of Israel in the desert and they were killed because they murmured and complained. God wants to strengthen our minds and our hearts and be discipled to where we are able to worship in the cell or worship on the mountaintop. That's where God wants to bring us. That we don't grow weary and that word is abandon the faith. That word weary is exhausted, weak, and cannot hold out any longer. Abraham Lincoln says, It is by presence of mind in untried emergencies that the native metal of a man is tested. What we're tested of is in trials and emergencies. It's time to stop going from bad to worse, but grow in the things of God. Amen. Let me show you this right quick. It says in Proverbs 23, verse 7, For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. This is the new American standard. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. As he thinks within himself, so is he. I want you to write this down, and I want you to meditate on it every day this week. Because if we're going to build, if we're going to build, we're going to have to build with the word, and we're going to have to meditate. So write this down, or get the tape later, or get back on the uh, the, uh, the computer and get it later on. But write this down. I think, therefore, I am. I think, therefore, I am. Whatever I think, I am. Whatever I believe he can do, he will do. Whatever he believes I can do, I can do. I think, therefore, I am. Important words for the rest of your life. If you think you can. If you think he can, he can, and then you can. You've got to believe that he can. Listen to this. What enters our mind and occupies our thought process will somewhere sometime come out of our mouth. Our mouth is a barometer of how much our thoughts are going towards God. There's a saying, be careful about what you set your heart on, for you will surely get it. Be careful about what occupies your mind because it will greatly determine what you will become tomorrow. Wow. That's something, huh? Let me show you this right quick. James 1, 8. A double-minded man. Here's a double-minded man. Can I? Can I not? Can I? Can I not? Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. There's a double-minded man right there. Back and forth. Back and forth. It says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. The NIV says, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all that he does. Your soul's always going to be in trouble. You're always going to be fidgeting. You're always going to be trying to figure out what to do. James 1.7. For that man ought not to expect. Don't expect. Don't even expect. That he will receive anything of the Lord What I get from God Has so much to do with my mind What I think What I speak What I believe Life and death is in the power of the tongue But the tongue is just fruit Of what I think on day and night We've got to think about these things It says don't let hey, Listen to this Don't let that man think he can receive anything of the Lord You know what that word in the Greek means? You're disqualified Our thoughts. What's wrong with my life? My thoughts or my words may be disqualifying me from getting what's divine. Think about it. My thoughts or my words may be disqualifying me. I'm qualified as a son of God because I'm born again. But I may be disqualifying myself in faith because I'm not thinking the thoughts of God. Now he says, With the Lord's authority I say this. Live no longer as the Gentiles do for they are hopelessly confused verse 18 their minds don't live like this their minds are full of darkness they wander far from the life somebody say life the life that god gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against them they closed their minds this is the message and so i insist and God backs me up on this. You hear how strong David is in this area? I mean, Paul Paul is so strong in this area. He says, so I insist, and God backs me up on this. That there, that there be no going along with the crowd, empty-headed, mindless crowd. They've refused for so long to deal with God that they lost touch. Not only with God, but with reality itself. Listen to what it says. They can't think straight anymore is that up there that wasn't up there okay anyway if you if you continue reading the message it says after the reality itself it goes on to say they can't think straight anymore look it up in the message they can't straight think straight think 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 build 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 thoughts they can't think straight anymore they don't know if it's the flesh speaking or the spirit speaking They don't know if their body's telling them they're tired and they can't go to church. Or the devil's telling them not to go to church because they're going to get an answer that they need. They can't think straight anymore. Should I? Should I not? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What can I do? You can't think straight anymore. Well, of course you can't. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So you got to go higher. Spread your cords. Spread your cords. Meditate on the word. You cannot build a building in the wrong direction. For example, this building. We're supposed to have a bigger parking lot than we do, but I wasn't here, and the ramrod in charge gave them permission without letting me know, and they let them build this foundation 60 feet off to the left, and we lost some of our parking because they said it would be easier, so they said, well, go ahead, and they just built it. How many of you know, we can't hook up, I don't care how strong you think your truck is, we can't hook up all your trucks to this foundation, which is 100 by 150, and I don't know how deep, we can't move the cement once it was laid. What's done is done. And I found out about it way after the building was already completed and we did the parking lot. Wait a minute, we're lacking parking places. Well, we moved it 60 feet. They weren't thinking. That's all I'll say about that. But anyway, we cannot think straight. And so we build our relationship, our our foundation or our blocks in the wrong direction. We start putting a lot of emphasis in this area and we abandon this area and we wonder why we not end up, why we are weak in this area and we're not balanced the way we need to be balanced in every area. The sure milk of the word of God. 1 Peter 113. Therefore gird up the loins of your mind. And be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of him. The revelation of his word. So no wondering. If you don't have wondering thoughts, you won't be taking a trip where you don't. You know, some Christians, they were shown a billboard in Alexandria. I don't know if you saw it. Cheech and Chung were back together doing a show. You saw that? It was in Alexandria. You can't recognize them because they're old. But anyway... They're going around doing a show, still acting as stoned as ever. And you know, when I read this scripture right here, "Gird up the loins of your mind," I thought, you know, there's a lot of Christians that act just like Cheech and Chong. Whoa! Yes, praise God, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. And they don't know more, no more, what you said than a man in the moon. They're just we're at the party. What's going on? Spaced out. Because they done burn all the cells in their little head. Well, a lot of Christians are not meditating on the word. Therefore, their thoughts are just going everywhere. And it's not fruitful. Matthew 14, 31. Let me get through here. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. And you have so little faith, Jesus says. Why do you doubt me? I like the message. It, It says, Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand, then he said, faint heart, what got into you? I love the way the message sometimes says, it. I told you I want the word of God to slap me. Well, you know, don't you know that was a slap in Peter's face? Peter, you doubted me. What got into you? You ever told that to your kid? What got into you? Well, you know what? Do you know the spirit of God wants to tell us that sometimes? What are you doing? You ever told your kid, what are you thinking? Well, do you know your Heavenly Father tells you the same thing if you're listening? What are you thinking? Well, so-and-so watched the movie. I don't care. What are you thinking? Well, so-and-so can go to the bar. What are you thinking? So-and-so can have an extra lover. What are you thinking? So-and-so can go to another church on Sunday morning, and then they wonder why they're dry. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Are you a pleasing man? Or are you pleasing God? Hello? What are you thinking? That's what he's saying there. Hosea 4.6 My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. What's happening? You're not thinking the right thoughts. Why? Because you're not investing your time and you're not craving and crying out. I love it in the message. Hey, listen to this. My people are ruined. They're building. I passed by, Proverbs, I passed by and I saw a house that started being built and was abandoned. And you could see the foundation, but it was all covered with weeds. And I considered this man that he started building without counting the cost. He didn't put thought in where he was going to get one day. And he didn't have enough money to cover where he needed to go. And I considered this was foolishness. He just built, thinking that everything will fall in place without pre-planning or premeditating on what it was going to take to start the job and get the job done. And this is what Solomon was saying. He was saying, I saw that the foolish is someone who starts and cannot continue and finish what he started. And how many times we believers, we start out, oh, I'm going to be faithful, I'm going to serve, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then all of a sudden, a few months later, weeds are starting to grow and the building has stopped And now he says, my people are ruined because they don't know what's right or true. Because you've turned your back on knowledge. Knowledge. I've turned my back on you, priest. Because you refuse to recognize the revelation of God. I'm no longer recognizing your children. Wow. Does God put a life and death emphasis on knowledge? Does he put a life and death emphasis on the tongue? Does he put a life and death emphasis on the thoughts? Does he put a life and death emphasis on the heart? He puts a life and death sentence on revelation—the importance of thinking. Now, I want, I want this. I want ten minutes over. I'm sorry, but let me just give you this. Write this down. The thoughts of God are my responsibility. Now, they're my responsibility. Now, and I accept that responsibility. Now, do you? If you want to build. If you want to build, you want to sign a contract to build. You want to build your life up. You don't you want to go from a normal Christian to a supernatural believer. This is my responsibility. I've got to crave it, I've got to seek it, I've got to eat it, I've got to drink it, I've got to think it. It's my responsibility now. And then I'm going to give you a thought for the week. Here's a thought for the week. Times will change for the better when you change. Times will change for the better when you change now that's building I want things to change pastor okay will you change what's wrong with me well let's start with the thoughts let's start with the meditating the law of the spirit of Christ to set you free the law of meditation the law of renewing the mind the law of digging to the Word of God the law of receiving the Word of God into our hearts that's the only thing that is going to build something that's going to be eternal and not something like this. This doesn't last, and this doesn't receive a crown. The storm comes, and this'll fall, but that will stand. Amen, let's, let's stand tonight. You don't want to miss next week, man, I'm excited about next week. I'm going to give some practical stuff. And every day, take the exercise. hold your breath. And remember, how long? Or go go jump in the lake or the pool, and uh, stay underwater for as long as you can, and see how bad you want to breathe. That's how bad we need to get. That's how that's how Word of Grace is going to get every one of us is going to get to that plateau spiritually that we're going to be so hungry and thirsty more than the air or the food we drink. Taste and see that God is good. That's building. Amen. Father, we praise you for your word tonight. and Lord, we dedicate and rededicate ourselves, our thought life to you. Lord, our our thoughts are so important. It's throughout the whole word that you've spoken and inspired us to think and meditate upon your word. That's the only way we'll have roots. Roots that will build and hold the trunk. That will hold the fruit. That will hold us. So, Father, I just pray right now that your rivers of living water flow and that our roots tap into it and that we do desire knowledge. Lord, that's why these precious ones have come tonight. And those tuning in Internet, they've tuned in because they desire to grow by the milk of the word of God. Lord, give us a heart to desire it. And may we be able to build upon the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. And as master builders, may we take heed and may we use caution and may we use knowledge On how to build each one of us upon the foundation you laid which is eternal. I thank you for revelation. I thank you for depth. I thank you for maturity. I praise you for growth. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. We love you. If you need prayer, we're going to be here to pray with you. Hug a neck. Find somebody you don't know. Tell them that you love them. And we're so glad you were here. See you Tuesday night. Prayer at 7. Church Wednesday night.